broke my finger. I did. Like whole ass broke it too. Did we and talk? What did we? Did we talk about that? We did in a bonus episode. We just mentioned it. Oh, that's right. But we didn't like talk about it. You know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my dumbass opened a door really fast, <gasps> and uh, this is a door, right? And there was a, a bench with like a sharp ass corner with like a, a good a good amount of people on it, right? And uh, my finger got caught between the bench and the door. And uh, my, the the friends that were on the bench were like, "Yo, that moved the whole bench. Are you okay?" And I just stood there and didn't say anything for a solid like minute because it was either that or just scream. And I was like, There's "People <laughs> in the house, they're gonna think I'm being murdered. I can't make a sound. I just just stand here and try not to cry." Uh, so that was fun. That was cool. Uh, I got I had a, a nurse friend look at it and she was like, "Yeah, you broke it." And even if it's mm. not broken, just treat it like it's broken. But I'm pretty sure it's broken. And I was mm. like, cool, thanks, man. It's my right pointer finger. I'm right-handed. <sighs> it's awesome. It's great. Life is life is grand, isn't it? Uh, it's it's a time. It's a time. And now, like, I can, I can no longer do thumbs up. Only finger guns. Only like, finger Well, is, you're... <laughs> that's it. You are bisexual, so, I mean... Finger guns it, all the if, time. It, all the time. That's yeah. nonstop, can't stop, won't stop. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and it, it I, also sucks because like uh, I do the, like the like uh, uh, the what, what is this called? Yeah, the hang loose hand, but like oh it just God. looks like a fucked up rock fist it, now. <laughs> it's bad. You get your fucking like stupid Spider Maning or something. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. So okay, yeah, that's cool. All right, well, can I can I bring you some I don't know potential joy into your life real quick? Sure. I found something it. interesting, and I want to. I want to. I want to get your uh, take on it. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, tell me. I, I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna tell you the information using two truths and a lie. Oh. Oh God. I have to pay attention then. Okay. Let me yeah. Put, yeah. Let you me ready? put my. Let me adjust my glasses in a really like academic thinking way. Proceed. Okay. You ready? You ready? Yeah. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> academic way. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Okay. Um. I started going back to the gym. Yeah, Texas passed a bill to which you can you can't own more than six dildos. Okay, I'm straight. Okay, well, obviously the lie is that you're straight. Because Correct. I know that you are a, a large homosexual. So, <laughs> 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 like a Texas sized homosexual. Yes. So yeah. So okay. Um, so more than more than six. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I was on TikTok. And this chick was like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, why can you not own it's it's anything, anything that a device that is used to stimulate your no no zone. So like this also applies to men. And, oh, like, yeah. So the, there was a bill the pocket dealios. Correct. Correct. <laughs> correct. Um, <laughs> Uh, there was a bill passed oh, in Texas God. back in 1973 called the Obscene Device Law, but it got updated in 2003, but it still includes the part where you can't own more than six dildos in the state of Texas. <laughs> there's a lot of criminals. There's a lot of criminals because I guarantee there's a lot of people that have more than six. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, apparently, Austin, there, Texas is a place. Yes, yes. Apparently, that's why I got updated. Is because like <laughs> the fucking like kinky place that Austin, Texas is. Um, apparently, there was a that's what I was operation. about to say. I'm sure. Yeah. 
Um, there, there was a sting, sting operation was, on dildos. Yes. <laughs> yes, on a sex shop. Um, that that that, and then a uh, a teacher and a mother of three was busted for trying to sell a vibrator to a couple uh, disguised a uh, couple of undercover cops who were pretending to be a married couple. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. I mean, like, yeah. not that they got arrested. That's pretty fucked up. But like the ridiculousness of that law and the fact that it's being enforced. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. So you wow. can't own you can't own more than six. Um I every every day I thank the gods that I am not in fucking back assward Texas. I'm every very glad that you didn't go to like Texas I'm sure is a lovely place, but not with laws like that. Those laws are pretty fucking dumb. Yeah. That that's Ooh. fucking weird. Um, apparently, apparently, there's a thing that's out that's like, um, according to such and such, um, under some amendment, it's not you can't pass a law like that. So, someone said that it got taken down in 2008, but I'm not sure. But Texas also doesn't like take their laws off of the internets, so here we are. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about ridiculous laws, uh, let's talk about uh, California and the oh, prosecutor. Jesus. That decided uh, it was unconstitutional for them as a state to not have to, to like keep ARs illegal. Um, and this this actually happened. This guy passed a law um, in California of all places. Like right, like the no like crazy gun laws, like or like the biggest crazy gun, whatever, depending on what side of the coin you're on. So right, he in in his statement about why he wanted like, ARs to be a legal thing, um, he said something along the lines of, because I can't remember the exact quote, because it, it just, it blew my mind, um, was they, they're, they're like the Swiss army, that's what it was, they're like the Swiss army knife of guns, because you can use them for home defense, you can use them for, um, Excuse me, sir. Defense. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> who the fuck who is the fuck that in home defense? <laughs> Do you want to... <sighs> The Swiss Army knife of guns. What? That's oh. the most fucked up thing I have ever heard about a gun. Not just, only ooh. a Swiss Army knife of guns that will turn any human that being into Swiss an cheese. And and I mean, like, I could get that argument coming from somewhere like Texas or Tennessee or those more like conservative states. But hearing it from a guy out of California, I was like, whoa, 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 hold on. No, somebody told me that. Like, one of my, um, like, gun nut friends told me that. And I was like, that's bullshit. There's no way. And I Googled it, and that's really what he said. So, it's a I'm weird a, time I'm, to be alive. <laughs> I'm assuming it didn't fly, though. Uh, I'm sure it's going to get overturned. Um, we're just waiting on that to happen. Uh, but right now, he's, he's oh. pushing for it to be a thing. Or Wait, it's is a, a thing it's, or something. I don't know. It's a, it's a now thing? I think it's a now thing. I'm pretty sure. I also was incredibly tired when I read it, so it might not be a now thing. So please check for me. But I think I think it's a now thing. Uh, uh, Ca- Cali, California, Swiss Army <laughs> knives of I spelled knives wrong. Fuck of guns. I left off the K. <laughs> Why have a Swiss Army knife when you could just buy an AR-15? Yep. <laughs> California appeals Swiss Army knife rule. Wait, no, 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 that's not actually. Comparing AR-15 to a Swiss Army knife, federal judge overturns California's assault weapon ban. There we go. Last Friday. Yeah. And that uh, just, that was the same day I broke my finger, weirdly enough. (laughs) 
<laughs> just, oh wow! <gasps> wait, so did they wait? Uh, they help overturned me. it, I guess. Yeah. So what does that mean? So you can own an AR in California now? Apparently. Damn. Good luck finding anybody that can sell it. Yeah, shit. But, uh, I was just thinking about that the other day. Okay. You know, here we are. Yeah. Interesting time to be alive. Like, that's the complete opposite of what I expected. But here here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Look no. at all those look at all those story titles. Yeah, look look at all those crazy stories. They're pretty fun, right? Like the story titles are pretty fun. That's a that's a time. It was a federal judge. Okay. Oh, well they're just gonna flip that over because that's when well, nah, whatever. Anyway. I don't know. Anyway. I don't Anyways, know either. Okay. But cool. That I love weird weird laws across the Yeah. You let's look up one more. I want one more. One more weird weird laws okay. let's do one more yeah weird weird laws because we got texas and their dildos california and their guns <laughs> i don't know what's okay. happening okay what wait wait a minute first women are not allowed to drive a motor vehicle while wearing a houseboat excuse me Say yeah that again. That's, what that's what it says that doesn't that doesn't make sense women are not allowed to drive a motor vehicle while wearing a houseboat it is illegal to hunt any game while in a moving vehicle except whaling that's however true. whaling is also illegal <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. Wh- no vehicle without a driver may exceed 60 miles an hour. That, <laughs> nobody follows that. But what you about tow your car. Oh. On the interstate. You tow your car no. on the interstate. Is that what that means? I assume. Because, I mean, technically that's a, a vehicle with no driver. Oh. I don't know. Which is just attached to another vehicle. I have no idea. In Eureka, men with mustaches cannot kiss a woman. Oh, that's rude. Do they have to that's kiss just- each other? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's cool laws are weird yeah that's weird uh and Car- carmel is apparently a town called carmel women are required to have a permit to wear heels more than two inches in height this law is authority to defend the city from lawsuits over accidents happening on the irregular pavement <laughs> uh, okay that's actually pretty funny <laughs> they have to have a permit because they don't want to fix their streets and uh, officers will not uphold that um law they don't that's care. really okay funny. that's ooh. so what the more time. you know yeah the time to be alive of yeah. weird ass fucking laws okay are we ready to start the show yes please. you know but you want to know what isn't weird though yeah scary scary stories Okay, yeah. I was about to say this. If you were saying this podcast, I was like, that's not true. No, I was talking about... Yeah, it's, I realize. It's it's the segue. It's the the, 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 the segue. The, the thing that I've been doing for 43 episodes. It's beautiful. Epi- okay, th- great, thanks. Um, You're welcome. So, uh, usually with episode f- the, the threes and the yeah. eights, right? We wanted to do listeners, reader, reader yes. spooky. Yeah. Spooky tales. There we go. Yeah, uh, but one. we didn't get enough. We didn't get enough uh, submissions this go round, and I'm a little tired. I'm just a little yeah. tired of life. So it's Same. it's really hard to get people to submit stories. So this go round, we're not going to do. Blah, blah, blah. I want to call them listener episodes, but they're called spooky tales. Thank you. So we're going to put that on hold until the 48th, and I think that I can I can pull something off by the 48th and get some stories in. So if you still have some stories, please send them send in. Em. Send them in. Spook send them in. Please. Okay. Cool. All right. What do you want? Heads or tails? Uh, heads. Still haven't come up with a fun name for heads, and I'm kind of disappointed in myself, but it's fine. I'm surprised you haven't called it, like, blowjob or something. Huh. Heads. Giving heads. <laughs> 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 
Damn. I'm disappointed in myself. I'm Next. So, I was... Honestly, Man. I've been waiting for that joke. I can't believe you're, fu- you're fucking Well, tired. that's okay. Next time I'm just going to scream oral sex and see what happens. <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> a little fucking slow. Oh, it's fine. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, all right. I'm going to go first because mm-hmm. it didn't land It didn't land on oral sex. So there you go. Okay. I'm disappointed. <laughs> all right. It's no longer heads and tails. It is now booty and oral sex. Here we are. <laughs> all right. Cool. Uh <laughs> Wait, there's something I'm supposed to do first. Oh, oh, before we start, <laughs> dab. Um, <laughs> if you like what we do and you would like to help us out, keep doing our jam, I don't know, or whatever this fucking shit show is, you can check us yeah. out on our Patreon <laughs> at patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. Uh, we have two tiers. Uh, we have a investigator tier of $5 and a medium tier of $7. I am too fucking tired. Do you remember <laughs> what are in each tier? So just go and check those out. Uh, one of them has bonus episodes, which yeah, are it's pretty fucking great. wild. Yeah, so there They're you go. a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, okay, now we can start, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I think so. Tell me tell me all your spooky, spooky stuffs, please. Larnick Castle in New Zealand. L- Larnick with an L or Blarnick Larnick with a B? L. L. Larnick. L. Okay. I think it's Larnick. Um, it is a Scottish last name, so I'm sure my Scottish friend, if he listens to this and hears that I pronounced it wrong, He'll I will never hear the... Oh, yeah, I will never hear the fucking end of it. So here we are. Okay, mm-hmm. so... <laughs> it all starts with a man by the name of William James Muddy Larnick, a Scottish fellow born in New South Wales, Australia, 1833. Ooh. Ooh. Is he really Scottish if he's born in New Zealand? Wouldn't he just be a New Zealander? Okay, first off, Scottish is like a is a like a whole fucking. Are you serious with me right now? Yeah, no, I'm just being an asshole. Oh, okay. It is. <laughs> sorry, For... sorry, the sarcasm was too much there. I it was a, it was a little thick. I thought you were just being old dense. I was <laughs> like, uh, do we have to pause this for a second and have a fucking talk? What is wrong with you? Yes. Uh, proceed. <laughs> okay. Anyways, he's born in Australia, not New Zealand. The house was just born in. Or born, Whatever. fuck, build, <laughs> shit. Okay, all right. So, all right. His uncle was a very predominant banker in London, in London bleh, that did get Larnick into a lot of positions that he did. Okay, so that's that's important mm. to know. Uh, his he he married his first wife, Eliza Jane Guys. I think it was I think that's what her last name is, and became okay. a banking man. And then, Ooh. and then apparently there was a whole gold rush in Australia, so Ooh. he 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 did that thing. So he moved out there to do the whole uh, gold rush. He became a manager of the Bank of New South Wales, um, which was also where his uncle worked. So that's how like his uncle got him the banking job, right? So of course back then, um, banking jobs that makes were, sense. Yeah, pretty dope. So he goes out to this place called Ararat. Is that ringing okay. any bells? Does it bring any bells? Yeah, you covered that, didn't you? I did. I covered the Ararat Insane Asylum Sanatorium. Yes, yes, something like that. I don't one think of, I don't think it was called Ararat. It was like something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, out there. No, but it was in Ararat. Yeah. Yes, correct. I can't remember the name of it because that was forever ago. That was back in October. Jesus, it was a hot minute. It was. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like a big building, though. You ready for this? It was just a tent. With a strong box, a gun, and a dog. And, and a dog. And a dog. The dog is yes. what makes it. That That is like the ideal work environment. <laughs> like you get the nature, you get the fresh air, 
You get the sweet the, popper boy. Like no, the the dog was probably for defense and deterrence. I, I assume, but still a sweet popper boy because working dogs are still sweet dogs. Working dogs. So I I just I just felt like that like was the real Red Dead Redemption experience. You know. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, because that's like, that's the image that I got. My bank vault is this lockbox, and you know, security is this gun. Here we are. Hope nobody gets me while I'm asleep. Just that's, shoot them. It's Red Dead really Redemption. Dumb. Yeah, I know, but you you sleep. They can eh, get you when that. you sleep. In the eight in eighteen sixty, that where we're at. I don't know something something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're on track. So he's he's there for a while. Okay. So in, in eighteen sixty, Otago, New Zealand. What a I, name! I I probably said that wrong. I apologize. Was having a gold rush there of of their own, and you of course you know your boy uh, Larnick was offered another manager position in the bank of Otago in Dunedin. Ooh, money. Yes. So shiny he, rocks. He, all, all his little banker people back in London were like, mm, let's just move him to New Zealand. So he and his wife got on a boat and went to Dunedin in New Zealand in 1867. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, so this this bank also operated in this in the gold gold fields in New Zealand. So he just went from the gold fields from Australia over to New Zealand. Was this also a tent with a dog? Probably, probably. I'm gonna say so. So. um yeah, so when he went over to Dune Eden, he built his merchant empire, okay, because, uh-huh. like, his, un- his uncle got him in, right? Yeah. So now he's, like, collecting all this wealth. So he starts this merchant empire deal. It's uh, banking, shipping, logging, farming, and holding. Wow. Far- land-, land holding in politics. Wow, yeah, no, but- he was he was a good businessman, entrepreneur, Quite, quite the businessman. He traveled oh. a lot. Was the cabinet minister for the New Zealand government. Oh, very hoity-toity kind of guy. Um, Fancy. Ended up having six kids with his first wife. Woo! Donald Douglas, Kate, Colleen, Alice, and Gladys. Wow, that's a lot of children. That's a lot. That's an uncomfortable like, that's amount not, of children. That's not like it's not a lot. It's a lot of children. Um, uh, got it. So it, as as it, as story has it, it's either like his son went off, or like he and his son were horseback riding into the mountains of Aww. New Zealand, and you know doing that whole thing. And they apparently just found just the spot, right? Like just the most lavish spot for the site that was going to be their home in 1870, Aww. where the castle is now placed, has a wide open panoramic view of Dunedin. Otago Harbor, the peninsula, and the Pacific Ocean. Apparently, it has a really fucking fantastic view. I mean, that sounds really nice. I would love to build a house there. Or castle, and, really. Yeah. Like, a whole castle. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it just be cool that you just, like, you're up on a mountain, and you're like, man, this has a good view. I'm going to build a so house nice. right here. Like, hey, this is really pretty. I want this house. I want to build a house right here. <laughs> I want this. Give me. So that's what he did. Yeah. So he bought it in like 71, 1871. The site was cleared and uh, they leveled it by putting pegs into the volcanic rock and using salt water to split the ground. So they put in pegs and then they, they would use salt water to kind of like uh, soften up the ground because volcanic rock is really hard. Um, huh. and, and then they leveled it that way. I thought that was a cool fun fact. Interesting. That yeah. That is a fun fact. It took a total of three years and 200 men just to build the exterior structure of the castle. Jesus. Most of the stone came from a nearby basalt quarry. Mm. And by 1874, the whole family moved into the mansion. Beautiful. Okay. It 
took another 12 years to complete the interior design of the Gothic Revival catch- castle mansion thing. Wow. Because it was it was all to his wife's specs, specifications. I, that sounds great. And they spared- yeah, give me a castle. No expenses. No expenses. You ready? Yeah, tell me. M- materials from all over the world. Marble from Italy, slate from Wales, floor tiles from England, glass from Venice. It was noted- 200 20 tons 20 tons of glass came from venice and then some from france and even native wood to new zealand was used for ceilings floors and panels oh that's pretentious (laughs) 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 um the ceiling in the foyer took six and a half years to complete woo just the ceiling time all right this is probably like one of my absolute favorite parts a three thousand 3,000, okay? I think my dad's house that we lived at was like Mm. 1,400, okay? A 3,000 square foot Mm -hmm. ballroom was added to the house in 1887 as a 21st birthday present to his oldest daughter, Kate. Who do you think was his favorite of the six children? I'm going to say the oldest, probably because she helped raise the younger ones so they could continue to make the children. Mm. Oh, well, I mean, she wasn't the oldest child, though. (laughs) Oh, oh, I thought she was the oldest child. I was like, well, nope. hmm. No, she was the oldest oh. daughter, though. Wow, fuck all the rest of them, kids. Yeah, I was Jesus. <laughs> fuck the rest of them, just Kate. Um, yikes. So the final mansion. <laughs> Big yikes. The final mansion has a total of 43 rooms that required a staff of 46 people to operate. Jesus. It has four levels with square towers that you can kind of like climb up on and like do 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 whatever you do. With towers, uh, the mansion sits. <laughs> the mansion sits on thirty-five acres for the house, the gardens, the vinery, hmm. and apparently there was a a winery. There's also a winery in the basement, uh, plus an additional three hundred acres for their personal farmstead and quarters for the farmhands. Is it? Doesn't that just sound like such a lovely place? That sounds wonderful. When can I move in? <laughs> um, you can't. There's people that live there. Damn. No. I'm so when sorry. When can we they visit. adopt me? Wait, you can you can go like you can book a room. Well, I mean, I want the parents to adopt me, is what I'm saying, uh, <laughs> so I can live there forever and uh, then inherit uh, it when they die. Well, good luck. I'm bah. sure you try something. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I'm funny. Maybe they adopt me. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so though. You can be like the court gesture. Um, played one in play once. I've never told you that. You know what? <laughs> yeah, no, I played a court jester in a uh, Robin Hood, actually. Fun fact, I've got pictures somewhere. I need, I'm okay. going to call your mom if I okay. don't see these pictures. I I'll need find these pictures. Them. Find them because I want to post them on Instagram too. That's rude. That's really rude. Ugh. No, it'll be great. No, it'll be great. I mean, but also that's like another like really bisexual thing for you to play a jester. I was that's totally rude. joking. But <laughs> mm-hmm. when it was finished, uh, Larnick called it the camp. Why? And he's forever fucking fired from ever naming anything ever the fuck again. It's I mean, a beautiful mansion castle thing, and he called it the camp. Not even, like, the castle. No, or... the camp. It's not even remotely, like, looks like a lodge or, like, a fucking cabin. It looks like a fucking castle, and he calls it the camp. Was he trying to be ironic? Like, it's obviously not. Like, I, I don't understand. Me either. So okay. the local press called it a castle, and then they just 
ignored his naming. They were yeah, like, fuck pretty- you. You're not in charge of this. <laughs> poor guy. You're the worst. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, so they called it the castle. And they were like, yeah, we're done with that. All right. So his life moved forward, holding several positions at different administrative positions and continued to do his business. However, the funding obviously started to take a dwindle in 1877. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. In order for the castle to be to not be taken away due to creditors, he transferred the mansion into his wife's name. Though in 1880, Larnick's wife suddenly passed away at age 38 of apo- apoplexy. apoplexy. Yes, apoplexy. Thank you. I got you. Yep. And uh, passed away while their youngest daughter was like still a toddler. So That's um, really sad. Yeah. He was devastated. Really yeah, he hated it. He was devastated. It, he like actually really loved his wife. Um so he kind of flew solo for a couple a couple of years, but then did a really shitty thing of marrying her younger half sister. Oh, uh, Mary Cockburn, uh, Alani, Alani. Okay. Yeah. Well, so he, yeah, uh, kind of. Well. Uh, though it was rumored that somehow she inherited the house because it was in his wife's name, right? So apparently that oh. sister, yeah. So there was rumored that he married her so he could get his castle back. That makes sense. I yeah. I could I could understand that reason. That makes I, sense. Yeah, because that's it's a castle. Okay, it's it's a castle. Yeah. You should Google and it. It's he's really settled great. in. Yeah. So, uh, though Mary also didn't stick around for much longer. She passed away five years later at the age of thirty-eight in eighteen eighty-seven due to blood poisoning. Oop. This this family does not have any luck with blood. Nope. Mm. I don't know what's going on with this. Uh, I he do. then. He then remarried three years later, uh, a woman half his age, Constance Debeth Brandon. Oh. Brandon. Who Ooh, was Constance. Yeah, Constance. Constance. She's going to be name. a Constance in his life. No, uh, actually, he she oh, ended up she ended up having an affair on him <gasps> with with Scandal. his second second uh, oldest son. <laughs> <laughs> to get that because <laughs> i had to think about diddling the stepmom and then a lot of jokes ran through my head and then i was like i can't say any of those ah and then i just laughed say one here we are say one say no, one not. say one absolutely not absolutely not stepmom are you stuck oh, um, that's yowzers is the dryer you're... broken <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Just reach way back in that there. Um, yikes. Oh, uh, so, so this this it was actually a tragedy to the whole family. So this is a trigger warning. Trigger warning for uh, unaliving un- un- oh, yourself. Oh, no. So, yeah, so if you need to skip forward a little bit, skip forward a little bit. Ah, the son that did do the adultering ended up getting a hotel in Dunedin and killing himself. Oh, no. Yep. Um, well. Then shortly after his eldest daughter, um, Kate, the favorite, mm-hmm. the one who got the ballroom, uh, she ended up passing away at the ripe age of 26 due to typhoid. Oh, wow. I'm 27. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, no, that, that sucks a lot. That's what happens when, you know, olden, ye olden times when we didn't know medication so good. Yeah. Oof. Oops. So he sent the other five children back to England to go to school there. So he would actually travel back and forth a little bit from New Zealand to UK. Okay. Which that's like several months. That's crazy. Yeah. 
That's a lot of time. So the bank that he was working for called the Colonial Bank of New Zealand, and he also was a shareholder of that mm-hmm. bank, collapsed. Oh, nice. So it was just one thing after another, one thing after another. The bank with all of his, like, pretty much money, uh, da 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 under. So basically after a few years of it more, this is another trigger warning of unaliving yourself. So oh, my just, God. Him, yeah. too? Um, yes. He went into uh, the, the, the room, or a room in the Parliament building in New Zealand. I think okay. it was Wellington. Um, and he shot himself with a revolver. With like his revolver. In, in public? No, no. Like, he went into a room at the Parliament. Right. So in, still in like New a Zealand. relatively public place. Um. Yes. Yes. That's that. Wow. Okay. That's let's go to re- this government building. That's oof. Yeah. Okay. So he did that there. He did that there. And that's, and that's, that was that. Um, he didn't have a very well put together will. So okay. the family fought over the castle pretty badly. However, in the end, they ended up, well, it's like fucking. It's big. Actually, it's only four kids at this point. Shit. Yeah. Oops. And oof. then the, and then the little wife there. Uh, and uh, the furniture was auctioned off and the castle was just sold to the state. So there was oh. if if no one could have it, if no one in the family could have it, no one was gonna have it, right? Yeah. Or if if one person couldn't have it, there no uh, one was yeah. gonna have it. There we go. There I we go. Saying, there we yeah. go. Okay. So when the state got a hold of it, they used it as a holiday retreat for nuns, a mental hospital for World War One soldiers, and a restored show place. But in 1918, the castle was just abandoned for nature to just reclaim. That's uh, so sad. Yeah, though that doesn't mean that it wasn't like vandalized and shit wasn't yeah, stolen from it. So of course, you Ooh. know how it'd be. Uh, in 1972, the castle was bought by a business na- man bleh, named Jackson Purdy, who restored the place for over 10 years. He had to put the there you go he had to put the building up for sale in 1939 due to health issues but no one wanted the damn thing oh because it's one of the like biggest build like houses in new zealand like there's only like a handful of houses like that in new zealand right. it's a very 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 uncommon and super upkeepy building oh for sure i mean it took what 40 staff you said yeah like 46 it? to run Jesus. it Jesus. Yeah. So um, the castle was sold off in auctions, and then it passed through several several owners. And then during World War II, it was used as a billet. 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 Uh, yeah, like a. Uh, am I saying that right? I you don't know. know this. I don't. It's uh-huh. it's it's um it's a a private residence home that is used for a temporary housing place for soldiers. Gotcha. Okay, so that's what it, maybe I pronounced it wrong, but there you go. Uh-huh. Uh. U.S. soldiers in World War II for a few years. Interesting. Okay. Yes. So that happened until the current owners, the Bakers, got their hands on it. Ooh, the Bakers. Are you ready for this? I am. I'm prepared. This is probably the most upsetting thing I've just ever heard in my entire life. Oh. Barry and Margaret Baker bought the house during their honeymoon and just decided to restore it. I would love that kind of money. Oh, my God. That would be so nice. Like, having the ability to just, oh, honey, this is so pretty. Like, I want it. 
Because there's definitely a building that every time I come to visit you, I pass it and I'm like, ooh, I want that because it looks like a spooky old orphanage and I want it. Okay, that's not what I thought was the buildings that you were going to say that. Actually, you know what? Why did I not think that that was the building yeah, that you wanted? Exactly. I'm so sorry. I've been speculating yeah. every single time I pass it. I'm like, I wonder what that is or what it was. Ooh, it looks like either like an old orphanage or it looks like a boarding school or something. Like, it's so cool. Why are you like it. this? I don't know. <laughs> no Thank idea. you for your honest answer. Is what it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh, All right. So. Uh, when they got it in 1967, the house suffered serious water damage, and the house was uh, being used to house animals, so I'm sure that was quite the fucking oh. cleanup. Yeah. After doing extensive research on the interior design, they were able to purchase new furniture that fit into the original design of the house. Oh. Uh, the gardens over the 35 acres were restored, and today you can go to the castle and stay within the rooms, and you can book bougie boutique accommodations and even host your wedding there oh fancy and apparently it's really popular in like the um asian pacific mm, that makes sense yeah Just culture the, thing like how close it is yes that makes sense there was like a technical term for that on wikipedia and i don't remember what it was but yeah so yeah. um a lot of um japanese like really like bougie people from asia will come and get married there nice yeah I can get behind it. Cool. Can you get behind some hauntings? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I forgot for a second that we were doing hauntings, and I was like, wow, this is really interesting. Ooh, <laughs> wow, this, cool. is, this is a really cool like history bit. We're done. No. No. Uh, That's not why we're here today. Tell me. Spook so, me. There are several members of the Larnick family that haunt the castle to this day. Ooh. You have the floating lady oh. in the room known as, the, as Constance Boudoir. Oh. Um... The lady can see be seen suspended from the ceiling wearing an all white dress. Oh. <laughs> and and she, and what? She she was the one that like cheated though. Like wh- yeah. wh- ah. why is she know. still there? I don't know. Gross. Okay, go I ahead. Uh, her her ivory her I think the ivory dress that she got married in is still on display in the room. Somehow it's still there. Oh. Isn't that creepy? Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, Kate Larnick is uh, apparently still haunts the ballroom. Okay. I mean, since and since it was, like, made for her, I, I, I guess it makes sense that she's still there. Yeah, it was like, it was like her room, you know? Yeah. Uh, Eliza Jane, the first wife, spent her time living in the south bedroom. Uh, all, all of the wives had their own bedrooms. They never slept together. Like, they never slept with the husband or the husband, like, moved his bedroom... Uh, like so he wouldn't sleep in the same room that he slept with his previous wife in no they all had their own bedrooms oh yeah apparently that's yeah they like like he had his own bedrooms and each of the wives got their own bedrooms that's weird isn't that weird i don't know so yeah so she lived she lived in the south bedroom as it's called and her presence is apparently very greatly felt in this in this room and we'll we'll tell some ghost stories here in a minute from that room um larnick himself is said to haunt almost the entirety of the castle mm. uh doors constantly open and close all hours of the night and other weird shit that happens in the house um workers constantly hear footsteps in other parts of the mansion where there should be no one else people feel like the back of their neck is being touched especially in the bedroom of the south room so that's eliza jane's room um 
the castle owner and manager heard what sounded like a piece of heavy furniture being dragged across the floor, but found that nothing was out of place. Ew. Multiple staff members heard heavy breathing coming from the south room. No. And when they would. <laughs> nope. I don't like that one. I'm good. I'm good with that not being a thing. Thanks. Um, when they went into the room, no one was there. Mm, big surprise. Um, mm-hmm. They brought uh-huh. in a clairvoyant who said that there was a spirit in the south room. And they said that the spirit is very unhappy. And they assumed that it is what? Of course she's unhappy. She's dead. Uh, no, because she's, it's supposed to be Eliza Jane's spirit, and they are assuming that she's unhappy because Larnick married her younger sister. Well, I mean, that's a, a fair thing, but also she's dead. So, you can I mean, be like, happy. You could be happy in after life. Can you, though? I mean, like, why aren't you with the rest of your dead family? Like, that would make me happy. Oh, not that like hanging around watching people like I mean scaring people would be pretty fun. Like I would love to get right up next to somebody and just hey how you doing? But like you're a creeper. <laughs> you're such a yeah, weirdo. I like to scare people, but also I wouldn't be happy doing that forever. What about shoving people so, down the stairs? I would like that if they were assholes. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Specific well, set of circumstances. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. We we safe space here. Safe space. Yeah. Um the owner of Florida Castle now, uh Margaret yeah. Baker, she tells of a time when there was a play out that mm-hmm. described the life of the Larnick family called the Larnick Castle of Lies. It was done by oh. a local Yeah, it was done okay. by a local theater where only a hundred people were invited. Oh, a- Apparently, it was a night to remember. Um, apparently, it was like a cool, calm, chilling, vibing night. And then out of fucking nowhere, a god-awful storm rolled in just before the play started. Uh, awesome. Wind, winds, winds blew the smoke back in from the chimneys, and no one could see. And like everyone's eyes were burning. Nice. Hail was banging on the roof so hard you could barely hear the play itself. The doors of the building kept mysteriously opening, so it got really cold in the theater. And of the highlight of the show, when the play was going on and the actor of Larnick put the revolver to his head, a blinding white light lit up the room at the same exact time. Gross. The state manager said it wasn't stage effect, but that it was, in fact, a bolt of lightning at the same exact time. That's gross. I don't like that at all. It was presumed that Larnick was present for the play, and he was not happy about it. I can imagine so, yeah. Yep. So, you boys and girls, and possibly non-binary pals, of uh, Ghost Hunter International's went there. Okay. To investigate the house. Okay. Ghost Ghost Hunters International. Excuse me. There's so much pollen up here. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, I understand. Yeah. And there's also a lot of cicadas here, too. The screams. None Do you here. have cicadas? Oh, you're We're so supposed fucking... to. I don't know where they are. No. I think they're uh, all dead. No. Because the... I thought they were supposed to come out the same time here as they did there, but they're not here. You're lucky. You're lucky. Because mm-hmm. they're just nonstop screaming. Okay. So, some stories that I got from... The show, right? The castle manager was forcefully shoved down the front steps where she fell onto the gravel and got scraped up real good. Ow. Yes. The night manager was locking up for the night and he 
also felt a shove from behind as he was about to go down the second staircase. Uh, as he turned around, a door he just shut was opening. Okay, cool. Yeah, in the library, staff will go into the room and smell cigar smoke in uh, a glass of port, like alcohol. Yeah. Nice, yeah. I can get behind <laughs> that. Port's oh delicious. My, oh, my fucking God. So the, the library was his room, and that's what he used to do is smoke, smoke and have a glass of port. Reasonable. Um, the fire alarm rarely goes off in the castle. However, one time that it went off, it was on the exact same day to the exact minute Larnick unalived himself. I don't like that. Yep, really creepy. Also, later in the show, the alarm went off again when the crew was just about to tell the manager the evidence that they caught. Awesome. Like, like, like literally, they were turning to touch the laptop and show it to her, and the alarm went off, and she was like, we gotta go outside. And they had to call the fire department and everything. And they're like, yeah, there's nothing going on. Awesome. Isn't that cool? Isn't that great? I don't like that. No, actually. Yep, yep, yep. There's a report in the ballroom of a Victorian man in a black Victoria Victorian coat just hanging out in the ballroom. I guess with Kate, somewhere around there. I mean, like, um, she's got to be somewhere. She's somewhere. Um, it's her room. Yeah. So while the crew was up on the second floor doing their investigation, they caught someone shouting, which was like, clear as day you could hear it and then someone yelling hello from the first floor when they were on the second floor hello hello <laughs> gets gets poured water on your face hello um that's a vine did you catch yeah, that was, i okay. did thank you all right thank you it's good uh in the ballroom when they were they were doing shit they said that they kept seeing a shadow move in like this particular corner of the room which was kind of like a service corner okay when they asked if someone was there the plates started to rattle like they just like rattled then they started to play 19th century ballroom dancing um as kind of as kind of like a trigger thing yeah and from that same corner they just kept getting like bangs and all kinds of other stuff but they really couldn't like record it all that well because of the music playing yeah though they left a camcorder and an emf detector over there and later they caught on the camcorder bottles clinking and you could hear it when no one was even in the room everyone had left and then the emf detector started going off when the plates rattled again when the crew was back in the room so they heard the plates clanking and then they went over there picked up the emf and it was like going off and like zipping around the best part is while they were all in there trying to like debunk some shit and like trying to catch some evidence one of the guys was using a full spectrum camera and they actually caught a apparitions sitting at one of the ballroom tables looking at the camera that's gross yep it was fucking disgusting uh they took another picture immediately because the camera was on a tripod they were not moving around and no one was standing over there everybody was behind the camera they took another picture immediately after and compared the two side by side there is somebody fucking sitting there and it's creepy as shit nope i don't like it yep and as another two of the crew members were walking towards the ballroom one of them saw a person standing in the doorframe in the hallway. Ugh. They almost caught it on camera. It was really fucking close. Gross. So yeah, they concluded that it is. there was some stuff that they debunked, and that was pretty cool. But otherwise, they were like, nah, you got some ghosts here, and it's spooky as shit. You got some ghosts that like to clink glasses and sit at tables? Ugh. I mean, that's what you do in the Victorian ages. That's true. Yeah, you could read books and eat food and drink wine. Do all the that things. Was, yeah. Oof. I'm down. I'm down. But Oof. I need a nap first. Okay. So we can okay. go? Is that what you're saying? 
Yeah, we can go. Okay, cool. I, I, cool, I'm, cool. I told you I wanted to visit New Zealand. That place is the shit. It's so fucking pretty. I mean, that's true. It's got all the, like, nice weather that Australia has, but without everything trying to murder you. Uh, they did show a gigantic spider. Well, yeah, but it's not poisonous. Yeah, it's true. But still, yeah. it, like, if that was crawling on me and my sleep. Don't get me wrong. I would scream and lose my shit 100%, <laughs> but it wouldn't kill me. It might. I mean, it could kill me. I got a bad heart, so. Yeah, I was about to say I might die of fright, but. Eh. If you ain't dead yet, that's not what's going to kill you. All right. Hopefully. Okay, cool. So that's that's Lorna Castle. I'm Beautiful. tapping out. I'm done. Um, you did great. That was lovely. So here we are. Okay. So this is mid-roll of our episode. This is part of the podcast where we give shout-outs to our newest Patreon members, and we do not have any... Ma- Fuck. I always try to do it without messing up. We do not have any newer newest Patreon members this week. I'm tired. I have a headache. Um, <laughs> and, that, and that's cool, but uh, definitely be sure to check us out on our Patreon, and if you would like to support us anyhow, somehow, somewhere, you can check us out on iTunes or Apple Podcast. Yeah, and you that can place. like and review rate and review there we go yeah and then if you're on spotify you can smash that follow button and anywhere else you're listening to us be sure to leave a review do the no. thing be sure to do the thing thank you yeah, wow I got you you're doing great you sleepy it's fine i need to go sleep forever um also yeah be sure to also check out our website and then drop us some stories you can email them to us or you can like dm them to me on instagram that's also cool too i accept those yeah so yeah, I'm down for that. Stories are cool. All right, your turn. What's up? Okay, so great. Can, so so we can also. What are you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. So this week I'm covering the Marshall House. Ooh, it's Where? in Savannah, Georgia. My my place. Places with that stuff. That's your place, right? I, I guess so. I've been there once, that's... and it was really pretty. It was hot. <laughs> it was really I've been hot. There. I've been there once. Yeah, I've been there once. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to do some place that I've been, so it was this or another English place, and this was better, in my opinion. We'll Have you actually another time. been to the Marshall House, or are you just saying you've been to Savannah? I've been to Savannah, um, but I think I've seen it, because I think it's on one of the main streets that I did like a horse-drawn carriage ride dealio through, because uh, it was like a ghost tour. Uh-huh. Um, it was during the uh, day, f- because the uh, person that scheduled it's a fucking idiot, but anyway. Who goes on a ghost tour during the fucking day? That's what literally everybody else asked the person that scheduled it. And she went, oh, it was cheaper. And everybody was like, there's a reason, you idiot. No fucking shit. Because there's no fucking ghosts. And no one wants to fucking go. Right, exactly. It's great. It's so much fun. Ooh. I learned (laughs) some stuff, though. (laughs) All right. So the history of the Marshall House. It was actually built by a woman... In 1851, her name was, get this, Mary Magdalene Lever Marshall. What a fucking name. Say it again for me, please. Mary Magdalene, that's the important part, is Mary Magdalene, Lever Marshall. Lever Lever Marshall? Yeah. Is it hyphenated? No, it's Mary Magdalene Lever Marshall. Damn. Mary Marshall. I just thought it was really funny that her name was Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's, it's funny to me. Uh, so she actually got the property from her father. He gifted her the land um, and she built the house with the intention of making it a hotel. So it was opened in 1851 and it was the city's oldest operating hotel. Uh, it's currently owned by Savannah's HLC Hotels, Inc. 
uh, and the building was occupied by the Union Army during the Civil War from 1864 to 1865. Mm -hmm. In 1857, we're going back a little bit, Ralph Meldrum was the proprietor of the Marshall House. He erected a 12-foot-high iron veranda on the front of the second floor of the property. I have no idea why. Like, there, there was no explanation to it. He just thought it would be fun to make a big iron veranda, is what it is. What? I don't know why. feet high? Yeah, I don't know why. Like, what was he trying to keep out versus what was he trying to keep in? I don't, I don't really understand. But here we are. And hey, it was on the second floor. Yeah. Yeah. That like, makes it, no... F- it doesn't even make sense. No. But here we are. Ralph okay. is just not a very logical man, I suppose. Doesn't make sense, but... So 10 years after that, in 1867, the Marshall uh, Hose Company, a volunteer fire department, was founded to protect the Marshall House and other hotels in the area, which I thought was kind of cute. It has it had its own um, fire department that was called the Marshall Hose, <laughs> which is just really funny to me. Marshall's Hose, if you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. So the hotel was used twice during the 1800s as a hospital for yellow fever so in its existence since it has been used as a hospital three times that's okay. a lot of times for yes, a lot of things a, that's a lot of people Ugh. in 1880 the florida house which was a property adjacent to the marshall house uh they actually purchased the marshall purchased the florida and kind of combined the two incorporated them into like just one big pretty hotel Then, in 1895, 15 years later, the hotel was closed, and then it was reopened again in 1899. When it did reopen, it had all new electric lights and hot and cold plumbing on every floor. So they closed it for a renovation. Yeah. Fancy. Okay, so they closed for four years to do. Damn. All right. Fancy updates and stuff. So Mary Marshall owned the property until 1914. So then in 1933... Herbert Gilbert uh, was a Jacksonville native. He leased the building and changed the hotel's name from the Marshall to the Gilbert. Because apparently that's just what you did. I guess if you owned a hotel, you're just like, I'll slap my name on it. It's fine. I'm putting my name on it. Yeah. It's my, my hotel. Okay. It's my hotel and everybody will know. So Gilbert in 1941 sold the property again, at which point the hotel had... A lobby, a dining room, a living room, a reading room, 66 guest rooms, one suite, an apartment, and six storage rooms. So this is a pretty big boy. It's, it's pretty pretty beefy. Pretty beefy pretty, hotel. Pretty beefy boy. In, in 1957, we're jumping a little bit more, due to an economic downturn, the hotel actually closed. The upper three floors were completely abandoned, but the ground floor was used by shopkeepers up until 1998. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's a, that's a hot difference. Long time. There were some, like I talked about, some renovations. Um, more renovations happened in the 1990s um, as they were starting to like look into doing things with the upstairs and actually turning it back into a hotel. They were replacing damaged floorboards on the ground floor and discovered human remains. That's not so, good. That's, no. So that's not um, supposed to be there. God, no. Absolutely not. So immediately they freaked out, stopped what they were doing, called the police, were like, hey, I don't know what's going on here. Like, somebody got fucking murdered. Like, whoa. So the police came, taped it off as a crime scene. They couldn't do anything with it. 
until they realized, oh no, the downstairs was used as a surgery room. The ground was too cold in the winter to bury any of the amputated limbs during the Civil War. So what did they do? They stuck them under the floorboards of the surgery room. So they dug holes underneath the floor and buried amputated limbs. That is fucked. Yeah, that's not okay. That's not That is... That's somebody's fucking limb. Yeah. You can't do that. I mean, they did. It's, uh, it's, not a, it's not a good time. Like, what do you do, too, when you wake up from that? This is kind of fucked up. So if, you, if, if fucked up things make you uncomfortable, skip forward. But what do you do if you wake up from an amputation surgery and you're like, oh, what did you do with my arm? And they're like, don't worry about it. And then you find out, like, oh, they just buried it under the table, like under where I'm at. I don't like that. If I had to, like, get my leg amputated, I think I want, like, a Viking funeral for it. Go out in a blaze of glory. I would want to turn it into a cane or something just, else, like, just to disgusting. make people uncomfortable. You're, yeah. You fucking make me uncomfortable. <laughs> Gross. You're welcome. I don't think uh, that's sanitary. I've seen somebody yeah, me... do that with their hip. Like, when they got a hip replacement, they put it on the top of a cane. <laughs> that's, scream. that's disgusting. <laughs> it's bad. Ew. They shouldn't do that. I mean, that's gross. cool, but ew. Like, like, like you do you, but ew. Ooh, I'm not touching really it. gross. God, no. Gross. Make sure nobody ever steals it. Ugh. My hip. That's <laughs> 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 oh, so bad. Okay. In uh, 1999, the building was restored and reopened to the public as Savannah's oldest hotel. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Stop. What? You call the police. <laughs> And you have to tell them, someone stole my fucking cane. And they're like, what does it look like? And you have to tell them that it's your fucking hip. You have to tell them that you're just... (laughs) It's just a plain, plain black cane. You know, like nothing weird about it. Oh, and by the way, the top of it looks like a hip bone because it's my fucking hip. Because it is my hip bone. Oh, (laughs) That's so bad. What the fuck? You get it silvered? Like, do you do anything to it, or are you just like, that's my bone? Like, I- <laughs> just, just gold, gold leaf it. I get like really fucking Etsy bullshit with good. it. Get like white girl with it. Oh hell yeah! Okay, I'm sorry. So I just good. had that thought, Ooh. and I thought I was gonna explode. All right, Ooh. go ahead. Oh no, that's that's pretty good. That was I'm sold. That's yeah. Okay. If I ever have to get a hip replacement, I know what I'm doing. Ooh. Okay. Ugh. Oh god. All right. So the building was reopened and restored in '99. Um. And to this day, some of the original parts of the building were actually kept. So the Philadelphia press brick on the exterior, the Savannah gray brick throughout, its staircases, wooden floors, fireplaces, doors to each of the guest rooms. There's even several clawfoot baths that are original from the 1800s. And then, of course, that giant ass metal veranda is still there. Bam. <laughs> you know, okay. Why not? Also, there is a beautiful portrait of Mary Marshall, the original owner of the property, that was painted in 1830. It actually hangs in the lobby, which is kind of nice, right? How, how the hell did that survive? I don't know. Somebody bought it, I think, and then kept a hold of it. And then when they died, they, um, the hotel bought it from them so that they could hang it up and be all like fancy. And, oh, this is our woman who opened the place. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. I thought it was pretty cool, I guess. So that's all the history that I have, and the rest of it is just spooks. That yeah, there's more spooks than there is history. What the fuck? Yeah, that doesn't happen to me often. I'm very pleased. Uh, okay, go all ahead. Right. So, so here's our list of like normal spookalicious activity. So, oh, gosh. 
<laughs> so faucets will turn on and off by themselves because, you know, at least if they're going to turn it on, they're going to, you know, turn it off and try and can save your water bill, which is nice. Yes, I guess. save some fucking money for the fish. Wait, right, save some exactly. water for the fish. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Lights will flicker on and off because, you know, what haunted place doesn't have flickering lights? Electronics will just turn off. So your phone, you'll like go to like make a phone call and it's just off. That's not fun, right? That's, That's really annoying. That's fucking annoying. That's rude. It's very rude, honestly. Toilets will suddenly overflow for no reason. So like there's nothing clogging it. The water just overflows. That's kind of rude. That's disgusting. That's mean. And then people will hear disembodied voices like echoing down and like flowing down the hallways. And of course, you'll like look for the person and there's nobody there. That's always fun, right? No. On the fourth floor, in the hallways, you'll hear loud noises in the early morning hours. Like, it only ever happens, like, early, early morning. And it sounds like heavy objects are being thrown or, like, falling or, like, dragging. So, like, real loud sounds. Yeah. Not, like, like kind of loud. Like, very loud. Like, wake you out of a sleep loud. So that's kind of gross. The doorknobs to the rooms will wiggle as if somebody is trying to open the door and enter in. Uh, so that's that's fun and interesting and original, right? Yeah. So one guest recalled, quote, A room to be wary of is 306. The loud noises in the middle of the night happen on the fourth floor where we just happen to be staying. I've lived in many haunted houses, but Marshall House creeped me out completely. I loved it there, but I could not rest. Yes, it's old and noisy, and there's way more going on than there there that meets the eye. I know others have experienced things, too. There was this ghostly cat, but I, I've never seen it myself. There happened to me another hotel guest who said that she did, but what else can you really expect from a city built on top of dead bodies? Uh, uh. She, she's not wrong. Yeah. Ugh. Or I, I assume it's a she. I don't know why, but they, because I'm not sure. They're gender. Ugh. So my next thing that's kind of gross is the portrait of Mary Marshall that I mentioned earlier, right? Right. So there was this little girl who was staying in the hotel with her dad, and she was standing next to him and then, like, tugged on his sleeve and was like, hey. And, you know, parents, they lean down to, like, ask their kid, what the hell do you want? Like, what's, what? And <laughs> what, do you, what the <laughs> fuck you want? <laughs> what do you want? And she points at the painting and she says, that lady looks like the lady in the hallway, Excuse the fuck out of me, what? (laughs) And that's all she said. So, like, I don't know what he responded with, but I could imagine it was a, what the fuck do you mean, the lady in the hallway? What do you mean she looks like? Or, like, her face? Like, what? Hairstyle? Oh, no. Like, that's her. Like, I don't like that. No kids. That's No kids. (laughs) So, Joel Chandler Harris was a famous author who wrote the Uncle Remus books. So he used to have a hotel, uh, a room in this hotel that he would stay in to like do his writing, you know. So now it's common to hear the sounds of a of a typewriter coming from that room. So like you'll walk by and you hear like the clicky clack of the type li- typewriter, which is pretty fun. Ooh, still that's, other pe- that's spook. Yeah, I mean like, or it's just some dude that really likes typewriters. That's a hipster. Like, that's a fucking yeah. hipster. Like, I, I, kudos to yeah. you. Like, don't let me shit on your rain parade. But fuh. I mean, I have a typewriter. I'll show you my typewriter someday. It's really cool. It's old. That's some, 
That's the most bisexual thing I've ever heard. Oh, fuck off. It's like this it's this uh, <laughs> shitty teal color that everything in the 80s was. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I know exactly uh-huh. what you're fucking talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I need to get a new ribbon for it because you can't use it when there's no ink ribbon, and it doesn't have an ink ribbon, so here we are. But I used to use it a lot when I was a kid, and it was really fun. You're just saying so some words about a typewriter. I'm like, yep. Sure, yeah. absolutely, you yeah. fucking nerd. Yeah, sure. It's cool. Yeah, it's pretty great. I like typewriters. I think they're interesting. No, because if you fuck up... Yeah, you gotta start over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna be careful okay. there. Cool. There's no delete button on those bitches. Mm-mm. Ugh. So other people in the hotel will see a dapper gentleman reading a book by a window or a lady in white flowing through the hallways uh there's even a woman who haunts one of the ladies restrooms who likes to lock all of the stall doors when you really have to pee what a bitch yeah i thought that one was fun i was like that's that's mean there are also apparitions of small children that run through the hallways and even sounds of crying babies because that's not terrifying no god no crying babies what the fuck yeah, no, those. Mm. So these sounds can be heard any time of the day or night. No. Yeah. I hate when shit happens during the fucking day. Like it, that don't know. Yeah. Like you have designated fucking times of when you can do this haunted woo woo bullshit. It ain't during the day. I mean, it can be apparently. <laughs> now. <laughs> so this one will make you feel better then, I guess. So just during the night, you'll hear the sounds of marbles rolling across the floor in the hallways or like rubber balls bouncing. And of course, these aren't like modern day toys for kids. So if you happen to look out into the hallway, there's no kids, no balls, nothing. Nobody's there and you'll still hear them. Fuck them kids. Yeah, this is rude. Freaking me out. (laughs) One guest named Christopher recalls, quote, My my fiancé and I stayed at the Marshall Hotel for one night over the summer. At the time, we didn't know its history and just saw that it was a cool hotel for a pretty inexpensive price point on Expedia. That (laughs) night, laying in bed and watching TV, we heard what we assumed were families out in the hall. It sounded like a lot of children running around and people talking very loudly, which was pretty odd for 12 a.m. However, when I looked, there wasn't anyone there. We heard the sounds intermittently until we fell asleep. And I wouldn't call the experience scary, just weird. Yeah, you just experience in uh, energies of just a lot of, of kids. A time. You have a lot. Of- Why were there so many fucking kids? I don't know. Uh, too, many, too many too many damn kids i mean there was no birth control so you just oh. kept having them i guess yeah i don't know that's my assumption fair enough Ugh. so there is an infamous story about a mother and son who stayed at the marshall uh the boy's mother was in the bedroom and her son was in the bathroom playing and talking to himself and then the son comes out of the bathroom crying and she asks him what's going on and the kid says he the boy bit me Excuse me? The boy bit me. Confused, she asked, what boy? Because he's in their bathroom. Like, what fucking kid's in there? What? what? Then he says, the one I was playing with in the bathroom. So that's that's gross, right? No. So the mother quickly went to look in the bathroom. And of course, there wasn't anybody in the bathroom. So then she looks at her kid's arm and she sees a fucking bite mark. 
All the color immediately drains from her face. She later found out that this was not the first case of strange bites at the marshal. There have been other guests who have been inflicted with child-sized bite marks that were done with so much force. Each time they would bruise, and every single time it would be in a spot that it was impossible for the kid to have done to themselves. So we got a. So we have not only a child that fucking bites. Yeah. It's a ghost child that fucking uh-huh. bites. Yep. That's cool. God. Right. No. Fuck off. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Mm, I don't like that one. Ooh. So after the hotel renovations in the the early 90s that unearthed all the bones from the Civil War, the remains, of course, were cleared, taken away. Uh, The paranormal energy never left, of course. Oh, great. So guests, yeah, guests report seeing amputee soldiers walking through the hallways, looking around vacant and aimlessly. They're looking for their limbs, damn it. Mm-hmm. Or they're just fucking depressed because they lost a limb. That too. So one of these spirits was seen in the hotel lobby missing an arm, and he was holding the missing arm in his other hand uh, and begging guests to tell him where the doctor was. That. That's gross, right? That's pretty bad. Is disgusting. That's, that's, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. That actually, that actually just made like my stomach flip. Like that uh-huh. actually made me nauseous. Yeah, that one's, that one's bad. That one's bad. I, I don't uh. like that one. Ooh. Ooh. So some other guests have complained of a terrible smell. Uh. What they identified as rotting flesh. Uh. So, quote, when they were first renovating the hotel and opened it in 1999, three rooms had foul smells and bad vibes so overpowering that the staff and the workers could not stay in them long enough to get anything done. That was Damn. 214, 314, 414. So 414 was the worst, and I think it's still very active today. They tried every deodorizer they could to get hold of it, and nothing worked. Yes. Why Why is it all the 14s? Are those, I like, rooms stacked on each other? Potentially. I'm not sure of the layout, but, I mean, I would love to go see. Gross. <laughs> so, finally, they had a prayer and blessing in those rooms, and the smell and vibes relented, only with 414s still having a persistent odor and the feelings. Staff is said to play gospel music in that room when they're cleaning it because it's the only thing that keeps the feelings and the odor at bay. That's pretty Ew, fucked up. Uh, what? That makes yeah. entirely no sense. That's disgusting. I don't know. Don't ask me. It's pretty gross, though. I don't like it. Woo. Woo. Okay, my AC just kicked on. It scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> Woo. All right. I wondered. I saw you look and I was like, you good? Ugh. No. So, in what used to be the surgery room, guests have seen doctors treating soldiers. Some people, when they leave the room, will feel a pressure around their wrist, similar to a nurse checking a pulse, is what what it feels like. Eh. Mm-hmm. That one's fun. Another guest described seeing a shadowy man dressed in a civil, like a Civil War soldier with him... And with him was a small boy who shouted at her, get out of my room. Understandably, she was terrified, grabbed her suitcase, and ran. <laughs> yes, sir. You got it. I'm out. Goodbye. With a small boy? That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Ooh, here's another quote from some guests. 
So uh-huh. we recently spent several nights at the Marshall and had a couple of experiences. Unexplained noises and smells in our room and outside in the hallway, which brought about some unsettling, eerie feelings. We were told the floor and room was haunted. Our room was on the second floor with a courtyard view. We, too, heard the marble rolling sound, like the marbles rolling. Mm-hmm. The... The husband swears he was awakened by what he saw or what he said sounded like a child giggling in the sitting area. But when he turned on the light, nothing was there. And he just figured that perhaps it was he was just dreaming. We really enjoyed our stay, but there was an overall sense of spookiness. And it was as though we were waiting for something to happen or appear. Probably mostly due to all the hype that Savannah has about being a very haunted city. Very haunted. I think that's bullshit. The whole place is spooky. And the whole whole place. All right. Here's another guest experience. I never got much sleep while we were there. I always felt very uneasy and utterly creeped out at night in my guts and could not rest. In I don't my like that phrasing. <laughs> in like my that phrasing. guts. Creeped out at night in my guts. Put it on a t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that phrasing. Oof. We did hear some strange noises out in the hall at night around 3 a.m. or so, what sounded like a hard rubber ball rolling along the hallway and bouncing, and what sounded like marbles rolling and bouncing very loudly, uh, crashes in the hall, um, almost like what sounded like a body falling and hitting the floor, but nobody was out there. What? I don't know. Like a body falling? (laughs) Yep, that's what they said. (gasps) Okay. We also heard what sounded like walking around on the floor above us, but there was only the roof. It was very unnerving. We had a very unnerving feeling of being touched while in bed at night, and I was completely awake, touched on the inside of my lower leg, ankle, and buttock area. Ooh. This made me nearly jump out of the bed more than once. So she didn't, didn't just get touched once. It was like multiple times. Ugh. That's gross. Ooh. On the last night we stayed there, we noticed a strange smell in the room and the bathroom that we couldn't find a source for. It was almost like a burned flesh smell combined with a slightly sewery odor. Uh. Ugh. I don't like that. And then my very, very last uh, personal experience starts. Uh, we stayed here for two nights in a superior king room. The bed Ooh. was very comfortable and breakfast was really good, though the coffee wasn't that great. <laughs> I'm disappointed already. Uh, <laughs> Neil the concierge is a, a little treasure, recommending places to eat and booking our trolley for tour for us. I have to say that I was worried about the ghostly activity mentioned in some of the previous reports. I'm a scaredy cat, but my other half was ex- excited about something unexplained happening. The first night we slept right through. The second night I was woken from a deep sleep by a loud whirring noise right by my ear. It even made my hair move. We could then hear what sounded like drums from a marching band for a while before it faded and then we were able to go right back to sleep. It was very bizarre. Strangely, this hasn't put me off from returning to this hotel. Savannah is such a beautiful place and I wouldn't want to stay anywhere else. I would. I would stay in a lot of other places first. Really? I think it'd be nice. No. I think it'd be really nice. It's a good place to go visit, hang out. It's so fucking haunted. I know. We'd maybe see something. Be great. I think uh, Gettysburg was enough. I'm good. No, Gettysburg wasn't even that much. It's fine. The hair on the back of my head just stood up so hard. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. That's, that's okay. all I needed. That's all I needed. Okay. My life. I, 
I can cross it off the bucket list. Okay, all right, that's fair. You can, you can go, and you can tell me what happens. No, you have to go with me. It's part of the agreement. Sorry. Fine. There you go. That's the uh, spirit. Grudging acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> all right, lovely. Okay, cool. Can we go to bed now? I think so, yeah. Oh, I have to still edit this fucker and then put it up. Uh, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Isn't there a thing I, that I, we do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you want to check us out some more, be sure to head on over to www.hauntherbarelyknowher.com. Uh, you check out our contact page and you can drop uh, some comments or you can drop us a story. Comments are cool. Stories are great. I mean, I'm just, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, you can check us out. Good. Those are, yes, they're both pretty good. You can also head on over to our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. Ooh, weep, ooh, weep. And then I'm on Instagram. Zoe's on Twitter. Sup. Sometimes I'm on Instagram. Sometimes I get like about of like a week and I'm like, I got yeah. this. And then I get about a week of like, I'm like, no, I can't. Yep. I'm sorry. It is what it is. It is what it is. Life is weird. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's good. Okay, cool. Yeah. All Thanks right. for hanging out, um, everybody. Uh, 43 in, in the bucket. All right. Woo. So uh, until next time. <laughs> yeah. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or that one fellow with the loud shoes. You mean the one with the arm in his hand? Yeah, that one. Ugh. He's going to offer you a hand. So- <laughs>